everyone, welcome to the 10th ever episode of the second ever season of the Plebs on Footy podcast. I am your ecstatic host, Rory O'Kane, and as always, I'm joined by a miserable Scott Fotheringham. You are a miserable uh, person, Scott. I, I, I don't even know what to say. I, I've got nothing. I'm, it's just a miserable, miserable day, and a miserable existence in I Melbourne supporter. I don't think I could have had a better afternoon. I hate North Melbourne so much. Like, I, oh, like That game brought me to the point of hating Melbourne. I will say that. There was a bit of spite in there, and I realised I actually... Yeah, only in the it. second quarter when we decided to care for a quarter. Yeah, well done <laughs> for you. You're a bit of Richmond about you. Play for one quarter. Oh, and there's a lot win. of Richmond. I'd prefer to be a Richmond supporter. Hey, stop. That's for later discussion, <laughs> Scott. Yeah, all right. Stop, stop, stop. The, stop. Only, the only thing which made today bearable was I had a Melbourne supporter behind us. It was the biggest nuffy of all time, and he sounded exactly <laughs> like John Howard. It was incredible. Oh, what are you doing, umpires? Oh, come on, what are you doing? The Demons haven't got one free kick. Oh, it was fantastic. You deserve a round of applause for that. I was actually, like, in tears for half the I, game. Like, I, I, I cannot believe that he could be as funny as what I, how I find that impression. <laughs> like, I, I didn't yeah, laugh out really loud. Accurate. I didn't laugh out loud there only because you haven't stopped using that voice since I oh, caught up with you. God, but <laughs> I enjoy that. He made the day. He made the day bearable. Yeah, but let's talk to the most important about the most important thing that's gone on this weekend. Let's go to the footy because it's been a great weekend of footy. No, it's the sucks. footy season seems just getting better and better. Can we just make gold jacket, green jacket the entire round? Just, who gives a shit about footy right now? No, I'd go, go, but consider giving you four games if you wanted it, as long as one of them wasn't. <laughs> yeah, we're determined. We're determined. We're not going to put that game as one of them because it's I did. Just... I did think about it. There is a rationale. That was an upset. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't upset. Yeah, which, which yeah, it's, but yeah, anyway, this is my <laughs> segment: gold jacket, green jacket. The line derives from Happy Gilmore. The line: gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? And we give three, two, one votes for the most the most meaningless game of the round. And God, it's difficult. I, I'm it's actually finding di- this segment hard to maintain. It's like, been difficult nearly every round for the last like I'm, month. I'm thinking maybe I just got to pick one game. It's becoming really hard. Once again, I sat like we had to have a big conference meeting about it. Just like panic stations going off and gold jacket, green jacket. It is by far quarters. what we talk about most in our planning meetings. Which don't actually happen, but we sit around and talk for a bit before we start recording. Whilst I get paid uh, by, with my beer. But anyway, one vote is now, again, this is ridiculous. It's it's unfair to the segment, but we have to do it. We're giving it to Collingwood Hawthorne, which was like... Pretty it was, good game. It was, a good, it was kind of a good game. It was a weird game. It was kind of an interesting game. but it, like It deserves to be talked about. Is how it I describe it. It and wasn't great, but it it was interesting. The justification, the favourite one, and in the end it was eighteen points. So a lot was it felt somewhat mm. like a thriller in the last quarter. It wasn't quite there, no. and I mean both teams are probably meaningless. So oh, absolutely. So that that's why we've got to run with it. Absolutely, and it was like a it was a hollow Hawthorne side without the injuries they suffered in the lead up. So like yeah. It, it would have, it would have been interesting if Hawthorne had won. I would have been like, nah, that's not gold jacket. God, Green they jacket. flogged him early. Early on, I was thinking, oh, maybe they are. Right. I actually turned the game off and didn't turn it back on. So I've only seen the first. It was. Quarter. It was. I don't think as I've, far as I'm concerned, Hawthorne romped to a win. I don't think I've ever seen something like it. Like the first half was some of the worst footy I've seen by a team this year. Like Collingwood was that bad, and then the yeah, second half they, it was exactly the same by Hawthorne. It was classic Collingwood, except they were also losing the contested ball because Tom Mitchell was a god. He was incredible. Yeah, I mean, he hit 50 with like a second left. I was quite excited about that. that oh, it's only ever happened six times or something. Yeah. Like, it's a big deal. Yeah, and like, um, the, the coaches had a little argument about whether it was... Yeah, it's quite funny. They had them in their own press conferences, but clearly they'd listen to each other. It was, um, it was a good game. It wasn't like one of the best I've seen, like a wonderful individual performance where they carry their team or whatever. Like, it, yeah, no, he, like he didn't feel like he was he's, impacting the game he's, that much. He's not a player that can do that. He's an accumulator. That's what he is, and he's just incredible at it. The thing is, his hands are brilliant, yeah. so he is creative if they to had, an extent. If they had more but, on the outside, he'd be a lot more damaging. Yeah, if he could feed into runners a lot more, because they've only got Smith at the moment. Yeah. So it's. it's um, he played so well early. Mm. <laughs> he sucked after half time. He probably is their barometer because they don't have anywhere else to but go. He's their barometer for the reason that. Like, for the same reason as their shit. Well, no, when they're playing well, mm. he plays well because they're playing well, kind of. So he is an indicator, oh, yeah. but it's not because of his performance. Correlation, not causation. Yeah. I like it, Scotty. You, you can tell Hawthorne are playing well when, yeah, when he's playing well because they must be getting some inside ball. Mm. It, like that is that is true. Um, Good analysis. 
God, how like Collingwood were that hesitant in the first half? Like it was a stunt. Like they were kick, kicking sideways, not because they were trying to get a switch. It was because they were just too scared to take a risk. Yeah, which like the easiest kick in the game is to go long and direct because every player can kick it about fifty meters, and there's the like lowest, highest margin forever for error. So like the risk and reward, it's pretty in your favour. Like, it's low risk. It's unlikely you're going to give a goal away. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't understand why that's... Like, if I was being tentative, I'd kick it long down the line. That's how I do it. And yeah, well, to that, be honest, yeah, what that's they a, do That's mostly. a defensive game. They do do that a fair bit. Um, i tell you who else was terrible early. Shay. He was awful. <laughs> Just beaten one-on-one every time. I mean, I think Lyndon is in there for a while. And that, that's that's probably the best thing to come out of this. Well, round. Shade is just a rookie pickup. They also well, Linden, but um, that they they got off the Gold Coast who delisted him. He was, was reasonably, he was reasonably highly rated as a kid, but if you're delisted by the Gold Coast, that's not a good sign. Yeah, he looks like a bit of a lot. He does. He doesn't look like a footballer. No. And he just yeah, he just got bitched a couple of times against like small players. Like his, Sicily beat him yeah. a couple of times. His, he was pretty good actually. He is quite good. No, still not as good as Mason Wood. I don't know why did he get dropped. I think he, he's played three of the last four games, and I think he's played very well yeah. in all of them. Well, got well, in a, it is actually interesting because they took him out of his comfort zone, and he's a one-trick pony, so you have to keep him in his comfort yeah. zone. He's very good. Well, then there's a long kick in there, and you see Sicily has a run at it. You think he's going to grab this? He's an excellent overhead mark. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot else. I know. <laughs> doesn't have tricks like Mason Wood. Yeah, he played all right today. Yeah. He told you a new one. But, uh, yeah. All about Lyndon, this game. <laughs> that, that's that's what this game's all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard along the grapevine <laughs> that you had a very interesting uh, afternoon, or night at the G. All, yeah, all I did, didn't share anything the entire game. Like, didn't really care who won. But just whenever Lyndon went anywhere near the ball, just got around him. Like, there'd be, like, a really important, exciting passage of play, and Lyndon would just get, like, a nothing little handball in it, and I'd just stand up. Brilliant work, Lyndon! All about you, mate! They did, that was the other reason we were leaning against putting it in the gold jack green just because Lyndon played. God, I love that man. He is the, he is the is talisman it. of this, uh, the mascot of this podcast. Yeah, I reckon. he is. Like, he is yeah. Especially now that he's out of Melbourne, so I don't have to like pretend to hate him. You can't hate No. He's too much. And like, I, it was a pantomime hatred I had when he was at Melbourne. I was just pretending because <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't admit that I liked him. Hey, I admit it, I like Kane Turner. So. He was good too. Shut up. I was just... um, <laughs> moving on. Two, two and three are a little bit easier, thankfully. Yeah, two really. votes were given to Frio Carlton. The the game, which just finished, actually, because we were recording on a Sunday night, which is a bit strange. But uh, how about old Frio? Like, they're, they're kind of... They're like a lesser version of what they were a few years ago. Denise, they're not that far off what they were last year. They're not last year. A couple of years <laughs> ago, they, they were top of the ladder, like, and for, like, the entire year. But take out the first... Two weeks because they've def- they've definitely changed their game plan. They're a lot braver. Um, I, I get what you're saying about the manner that they're winning, but they are a more attacking side. Um, are you are you are you going to call them a contender? Was no. that you going there? No. Okay. They they are solidly a contender for the eighth though. I can yeah. see them getting as high as about fifth. Poss- yeah, possibly. That, that is say because they've racked up wins, and I don't know what's going on in this season. They're weird. Yeah, a, cu- a couple of years ago, yeah, they were they were a good team, a very mm. good team, definitely a top eight team. They weren't quite a premiership mm. team, but they were they were getting the wins to put themselves yeah. in that position. Now they're, I think they're just below a top eight team, but they're like it's gonna it's gonna be pretty hard for them but, not to make the eight from here now. <laughs> we said that about Richmond at five and zero, though. Um, <laughs> I'll probably still make it, but this season's a weird one. I think oh, it's bloody what, weird. What, I have no idea what's going. What on. is a top eight team in this year? Because there's no one demanding it at all. Well, there's like three sides and they're contenders because of it. Yeah. Like, but even they Adelaide in another year might not be considered a contender yeah. because of the two losses they've had. But because of how weird this year is, everyone's just like, eh, they're great. Yeah, we did have a patch there where we had a lot of very dominant teams. Like Geelong just basically didn't lose a game when they were on top of their game. And yeah. then Hawthorne, obviously, amazing. And so, it's yeah, it's weird we're now seeing a season where there's not a dominant side. Yeah, well, we like even in that period, even in the Hawthorne period, we had sort of a fade in Geelong early in it. We had Sydney being 
another dominant side. Yeah. And we had St Kilda and Collingwood in those Geelong era. Like, yeah, well, St Kilda we, went through a season just about undefeated. Right? Yeah, except they lost one game or two games to Geelong or something. Yeah. And Collingwood did the same, where they lost three games for the year all to the Geelong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a great year. Um, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, no, it's a weird season that we've just... We haven't seen in about... Since 2006, I reckon. It's good stuff. I like it. I, I like it a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Now, even a team like Carlton... are only two games out of finals, Scott. <laughs> oh, God, shut up. I'm just so upset. I just, <laughs> just, I just hate life. So What's going to happen is I'm not going to get as much joy as I want out of the bit where we actually discuss the North Melbourne yeah. game. So I'm just going to keep bringing it up incessantly. <sighs> it's going to be like... Thank God, Freo won. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to jump on the Freo bandwagon again. Like It's about time to give up on Melbourne and start loving Freo. Again. i got to say, <laughs> nine weeks in, that's pretty good for Melbourne. Yeah, it's PB. Yeah. <laughs> PB. Nine rounds in, I've given up. <laughs> ah, okay, we're moving on. Three votes is the most obvious three votes ever. Uh, we're going to... Adelaide, Brisbane, of course. Um, it was early on. There was a little bit of a thought. Maybe Adelaide aren't that great. <laughs> Brisbane were, were in the game, and then he kind of blinked, and it was eighty points. So to those teams, we say, gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? I, I definitely think our production value is better when we don't have a producer. I nailed I think that. It, I think it's a fact. I nailed that. I learned you had to double press to get it to pause because the first press only brought up the up buttons. I figured it out. <laughs> I've learned the job. Yeah, but Adelaide, yeah, well, Adelaide did. Well, for like a quarter and a half, I was like, ooh, Brisbane. Their scoring power is just scary. If the game is on their terms, you you're, can't, you're screwed. You, you can't like, stop You have there. no hope. And Brisbane aren't good enough to have it on their terms for more than a quarter. No, like, they had so many of their good players play well, too. Like, Beams, incredible 40 touches. Zorko, really good. I think, yeah, I, I think 80 points is unfair. Because they, like, they were in the contest for a little while, and like I don't, they weren't completely flogged. It yeah. was like Adelaide just once they've got the foot down, they just they don't miss and I, they just pile them on. I think in terms of like fairness of dealing with the other team, you kind of just take five goals off Adelaide. In terms of even in a blowout, you're like yeah. Adelaide probably were the better side by fifty points, and then the way they play and the way they score, yeah, they, they, they're goals. they're relentless when they when they're on top. Yeah, they do not stop. It is rude. <laughs> like, yeah, they will absolutely destroy you. And our two teams have beaten them. <laughs> it's pretty great. God, that is the yeah. upside. Uh, I can't be happy about anything. As oh, well, we've had a bit of a screw up with the production values. My computer, for some reason, has turned off. So we'll just go off memory. How much did the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got Geelong beating the Bulldogs. Oh, yeah, we're moving, we're moving on to Friday night. I think it was twenty-three points. Oh, this is a great start. <laughs> yeah, it was twenty-three points. Uh, that the Cats got up, and geez, that was an impressive win. Oh yeah, I like. It was quite funny. I was sitting down watching it on Friday night. Uh, James, uh, the absent producer who's abandoned ship for study, um, was came in about half time. I was like. Oh, how good a tip's this? I picked it for a mile out, and he sits there, watches the third quarter, and goes, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the Bulldogs are clearly better. That's what's so impressive about the win. I mean, coming out last week, the main thing we had about Geelong was tackles and their tackle numbers. So to, yeah, so to break their record's amazing. And, like, their first half, they played some ridiculously mm. good footy. But then to be challenged by a really good team, and to go in a three-quarter time, when Geelong had played really, really good footy, and they come in a three-quarter time down... Like, that's kind of a heartbreaking thing. And then to be able to respond to that and smash them in the last quarter, you'd be bloody stoked to have been a Geelong supporter of the ground. Yeah, that... It's a special, special... That is a win that makes you think, if if we're on top of things, you could win the flag. Because that's not sustainable, but no no. team's going to beat you if you play 130 tables with the talent they have. You're only going to do that on a special nine once a season, kind of. Um, and like I, I didn't still didn't see anything, see a lot there in terms of what I believe is the way they're going to go forward. Like they, they won the game just through ridiculous pressure and just being so yeah. hard at it. But like I didn't see, I didn't see the run. I didn't really see any clear. It was style. a bit it slippery was... though, from because there were so many unforced errors in that game from both yeah. sides. Um, it had there had to be some condition that was making it a bit hard for them, which I think. Takes away. Yeah, from I mean, I'm not, it's bloody impressive. It was incredibly intense as a game, but the quality yeah. in terms of ball movement and cleanness wasn't quite there. Like, no, it wasn't. 
There is, was, and yeah, the, the pressure's a major reason for that. But yeah, and also like the dogs never get there because their pressure's so intense that always their their games are just never free flowing. <laughs> um, but are you worried about the dogs? They're what five and four. I went through a patch watching the game where I thought like. You can't play this style under this sort of pressure. Like, mm. like it, it just looks ridiculous. So they look just suicidal, where they're just yeah. flipping a handball around, just getting smashed in tackles, and it was always going to be a turnover. But then you remember, it more than held up in finals. Like it was yeah. dominant in finals when they went up as well. So it does hold up under pressure. But like, it, it, look, when they're not quite playing perfectly and they're under the pump and they're trying to do that, they look bloody ridiculous. Yeah, and. The thing, it all turned in that third quarter and they looked like premiers again. And they, it's just ridiculous. They're bloody good to watch. Because they do special. They get themselves mm. in these situations where you just think, what have you done? You're stuffed. And then they just do something incredible and they're on the outside and they're kicking a goal. Yeah, their ability to turn nothing into something is what is makes them great. Mm. Like, they don't... They're not like Adelaide in that, that every goal seems like it's following the plan and they've worked yeah. it perfectly. They do something plan. freaky. It's like... This ball spinning around and then it flicks out and all of a sudden Johannesson's on the outside yeah. there away. It's, yeah, and it's, you can't stop them when that happens. It's more, yeah, it's more freak individual moments mm. than like a team like moulded together kind of, which yeah. is weird. But <laughs> it's it's like that, but it's not like this GWS where it is all talent. It is it's relying on freak things, but almost as a game and chemistry. Plan. Yeah, it is because they they always know where they are when they're handballing. Yeah. You don't see another team other than maybe. A, on the ball, Sydney not mishandles the way the dogs do. Um, yeah, GWS are also very impressive. Yeah, but they're, they they're, more, they're more direct though. They yeah. don't they don't flick a ball in circles and then suddenly they're on the outside. They're they're getting it straight to the outside because they're quicker than. Everybody. They're, they're another team who I like. I can see having those moments where yeah. it's just like bang, 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 and they're out. And you're like, oh. And North today against your witches hats. Oh, yeah, not 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 hard against Melbourne. Right? They played today. Um, I didn't. I, I didn't see as much from Chloe coming back as I would have. He, he did not do much at all. And they still. They just. <laughs> Who they would still have thought the best key forward would have been Harry Taylor. He was great. Yeah, he was really good. I'm, I, I'm still not watching that game thinking, oh, you're a key forward now. But he played really how well. How funny kick is the way he kicks for goal? Because he kicks the ball 60 metres no matter what. Yeah, he does like, do Who's that. 15 metres out, he's putting in the top tier. The, a lot of those lot, like, inconsistent Clay, kicks do that. Kale Hooker does it as well. Yeah, Joe Danaher does it. Um, Cloak does it. Buddy actually does it as well. Yeah, just buddy kick, it into, it. Yeah, <laughs> kick it into the third tier no matter what. Um, the noise looks impressive, but it can cause some inconsistencies. The yeah. absolute best dead eye dicks. They just like walk in, Carissa don't over, yeah, don't overkick it, just slot it through like a Gunston, Bruce, even ben even Brown. Jack Watts. Shut up, <laughs> Jack Watts. He had a shot from like fifty five today, and he didn't get anywhere near it. But like he just strolled in off a few steps and just popped it. Did you think he had the leg for that shot? Because <laughs> I remember quite clearly saying he doesn't have the leg. For um, that. No, a couple of weeks ago, he had a shot from a very similar spot. Oh, right? So I was just wrong and fluked. No, no, right. at that time I said the same thing. I oh, can't kick it from here. And he and he did it. <laughs> um, so I thought he was a chance this time. Okay. Yeah. We should talk about the game we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah. We've got plenty of yeah. time. But uh, yeah, I still have issues with the, the way the dogs go forward. They're still, I, like, I still think they're relying on the, yeah, the handball and the run and then the clever short kicks mm. rather than the direct play, which... The, the most the, the best teams at the moment play. I think it's the most consistent way to play. Yeah, direct, most reliable way. Yeah, and it's the most it's it is the best way to break these zone defenses. I think just because one kick and one run that just sort of throws the defense out, sort of ruins everything for the way that their team yeah. is structured up. Whereas handballing the way they do, sort of spinning the ball around, if the pressure's there against them, you can kind of set up. And react to what they're doing, yeah. which I think I, I think teams will have cottoned onto. And the, and the fact that they're not an underdog anymore, like teams are like we are going to just throw pressure at them yeah. every week, and so they've got to do they've got to be special to win. Yeah. It, like it has to be a very impressive performance. Yeah, let's move on. Sydney are they back? They belted St Kilda by fifty points. I think they are back. Yeah, I think they're back. I think in this sort of season, they're not actually that far off <laughs> being in the top eight. Really. No, I, I said. Sort of facetiously, that North are two wins out of finals. Sydney are two wins out of finals, and, and like good. actually two wins out of finals. <laughs> they're actually a, a, a good side. Um, yeah, no, they're. I said last week that no, uh, Sydney looked like a premiership side again, but I thought North made them look that way. Yeah, I might have been wrong. They might be back if their good players are playing well. 
you can kind of have the lack of depth that they do because they've got so many elite midfielders. Yeah, like, the, what you have to think is, like, how were they so bad a few weeks ago? And I think that is it, is that they have such a heavy reliance mm. on five or six players that if they're slightly down, they're relying on kids to lift them. Like yeah. And, and when the game's not going their way. They, and they weren't that far off for most of it. No, they had a they're lot around. of close-ish losses. They didn't have the heartbreakers, but they had, like, 14-point losses. And, like, a lot of... Well, they did have a heartbreaker against Collingwood, but... Yeah. Um, like, they've got guys like Rampy back, which is huge for them. And Nick Newman's come out of nowhere, and he's getting, like, 30 touches across the half-back line. He's allowing... They lost that when they pushed Lloyd further up the ground, and they pushed Jones into the midfield. But Newman, if he plays the way he does really allows them to have more rotations through the midfield because Zach Jones is really good in the midfield. Jack, Zach Jones is a really good player. It's, it's, so a, sh- it's a shame he's probably as loyal as his brother because I, I wouldn't mind him popping across. I've heard that there's a lot of teams going after him quite hard. He'd want to come to the days, mate. He'd want to come with Nate. Do you have any salary cap room? And we have too many midfielders anyway, so I mean, we have some other issues. But I, I would like him. Oh, there's rumours about him coming to North when we... Uh, like miss out on um, Dusty and Kelly. <laughs> when you miss out on Dusty and no, I'm Kelly, kid, oh, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We might, <laughs> okay, miss out, we, we might miss out on Dusty, but Kelly's a shoey. <laughs> he was good again. You're an idiot. So <laughs> good again. Uh, but uh, like, yeah, they do have like a lot of those those young players. They do have good moments and they are exciting. But yeah, the issue is when you don't have your stars stepping up that you have to rely on them, which you just should never have to do. Oh well, like you say that, but. Sydney made a grand final last year relying on their stars. Geelong made a premium yeah. last year relying on their stars, and if they didn't lose to Sydney, would have made a grand final. Like, yeah. teams rely on their stars, and Sydney stars are better than just about anybody's. They are. So, like, it's a formula that works as long as they're playing well. And stars are the people you back to play well more than anyone else. Yeah. So, I, I, I hear a lot that they're over-reliant on people. It's just sort of a term that we hear about, and the depth is so important, but... I look at Sydney, I look at Geelong, I go, is it? And that, I suppose that's that's another thing where we've kind of taken for granted the last few years. There have been teams with stars plus depth. Yeah. And now there are no teams who have, yeah, have both of them. So if you do have some stars, that can lift you over the line. Especially in finals footy. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, let's move on to the... Our, let's be honest, if we were to pick one that both of us enjoyed the most... This Thank would God be, for this. This made me so happy. GWS... <laughs> Did a Fremantle and beat Richmond by three points. Oh, it's so funny. In the last minute. The, the main argument out of this is this week or last week funnier. That's the main thing. The fact that they thought they'd kick the winning goal and it was overturned on review and from the kick out. That, that, is, that is a big in the favour of the GWS game. But the fact that Mundy's was after the siren with 20 seconds left. Oh, oh, it's the two of them together that makes it so great. It's happened two weeks in a row, and to come off that half break last week. Happened three weeks in a row. They lost by kick yeah. the week before. As yeah, well. the run was undefeated, flogged by Adelaide, and then like three, three points through the three weeks in a it row. It does say a deep little bit about Richmond that they're probably an all right side in this losing period because they've, they've all been close games, but it's costing them big time losing them. Has it got to the point with Richmond, like? It's always been fun laughing at them. And like when we talk about ninth, like that's that's bullshit. Like they no, finish North have finished more, ninth more often. Yeah, but like this thing with Richmond, it's starting to become like eerily like it does happen. They so do like, do these ridiculous things, these chokes. It's becoming almost Collie Wobbles esque where it was a joke and then it was too real to be a joke. It's, it's a weird it's a weird phenomenon, isn't it? Once people start talking about it, it does get in people's heads. Oh, I, absolutely. I, I think there's it's, no doubt that like there's something there that Richmond do do this. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy in my mind. Yeah. Like, because we expect Richmond to lose. When they lose, oh, it's Richmondy. <laughs> like, I... It is, but I swear to God it happens more often than other like, teams. North have lost three games by a kick this year. And we were talked about in a, this is really bad, why are they losing these games? But it wasn't, oh, this is so typical. We've been we were we were laughing at you for the sense that it's shit for this year, but we haven't seen it across ten years. That's true, but we haven't seen this form of Richmondness 
across the last ten years. Would you say? But it's also the first within seasons. Find... It's not just within games. It's the fact that they like start seasons really well and then they drop off, or they'll come well, they fifth the, and make yeah, finals and they'll lose. And it's just although in, nine. In, in a final, I <laughs> get up by five goes get goals over Carlton when they finish fifth and Carlton finish eighth and then lose the game. Like I swear to God, it happens more than most teams. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's bloody weird. Yeah, uh, Pucci sent me a text straight after the game that he was on suicide watch. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I do have some hard. sympathy for and, uh, Richmond's supporters. And the I reason our producer it. isn't here is not because he's got study, which is what he told us. He just doesn't want to talk about football. Yeah, he's he's, 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 he's happy to be a fair weather supporter. Yeah, like he openly admits it. Well, well after <laughs> losses, he goes, "Why do I care?" That that's what he says to himself. It's not. Fuck, we lost. We shouldn't have lost. Which is what you and I say to each other. <laughs> which is miserable, but we know it's worth it. He, deep down, he doesn't know that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, I think you have... Do you run with another good win for GWS? I yeah, reckon you have to. Their injuries are nobody. ridiculous. And yeah. a lot of them will come back at some point. Mm. And if they can keep finding ways to win these games now... They'll be top four coming it's, in the back half of the season. All their teams will come back. All their players will come Bulldogs-esque. back. Bulldogs-esque of last year where they got everyone back in sort of the real lead up to finals. It was that week's break. Yeah. Save the dog. The week's break. They got all their players back for that week. Um, yeah, no. This is a fantastic win. This was literally their second side plus like three stars. Pretty much, yeah. Like Lob went down as well. Is he bad? Uh, no, he, he played out the game. I did think. he? Okay. Um, but he was hobbled but not, not shocking. Yeah, okay. Um, but they had so many players out. Like, Devin Smith went out just before the game. Yeah. When the training been exercise... they pretty well recently. They get Green back, and they lose, like, three more players. They lose Cornelio and Smith. Like, I can't see, understand... Their depth can't be this good. Like, at some point, it's got to crash. They're the, they're the only team who, in these circumstances, would have found a way to win all these games. And, like, they haven't yeah. been playing that well. Like, no. they probably should have lost If... if, if if the finals were played now, I wouldn't pick them to win the flag. No, but the thing is, is they will get a lot of those players back yeah, in the back half of the year. All stars. Yeah. Guys like Taranto, who are first year players, number two overall pick, is not going to be in their side by finals. Unless yeah. he really comes on. They, they have too much depth there. Yeah. <laughs> Hopper, number two overall pick the year before. And, probably not. and they're both going to be stars. Yeah, and <laughs> probably not going to be in their final side. Although he's hurt now, so. <laughs> He's out for 10 weeks Yeah okay I forgot yeah. about that <laughs> well, we're, we're still bloody Drooling over them now <laughs> It's funny Like they're not Playing that well But Then you think about The players If this happened to Adelaide they, These many players out Like they they'd, would not Win a game They'd, they'd lose by 10 goals <laughs> like, I reckon they'd get flogged So If, if their you, top 6 players Are out Yeah but GW is still Their best player Yeah alright Kelly Ha 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 Yes <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> he is bloody dominating. <laughs> he had another 30. Yeah, right. And he's just, he uses the ball so well. And he's my favourite player in the competition. Uh, even <laughs> including North players, he's going to be a North player. <laughs> You're a dickhead. Oh, I, I hate so you so much. Man. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's move on. Um, Essendon defeated West Coast by 61. What are West Coast doing? Okay, are we jumping back to that? Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> I'm getting, we're, we're jumping around too much. I think we need to start making some calls. A West Coast flat track bullies. Yeah. And whatever you say, we're going to run with it. Yes. They're flat track bullies. Yes. They're not just bad at the jet. <laughs> y- yes, I have to. Because I don't rate Essendon, and I can't have both. There's the good, cannot be a logical inconsistency. It's just like so hard this season. I don't understand that game. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know it's the weirdest thing it's, ever. No, well, it's not. Like North beat Adelaide by ten goals three weeks yeah, that, ago. That's, that's weird. That's bloody weird as well. Yes. <laughs> but what is wrong with West Coast? They couldn't hit a target. I was sitting at lunch watching it just before the North game. Nothing. They their ball movement was terrible. They made Essendon look quick and powerful. Like Heppel was getting on the outside. So on West Coast. <laughs> Coaching is what they're, they're really well coached. That's what they are. They're like yeah, they're Don extreme. Pike and Adam Simpson, very similar in the way that they can create goals out of their coaching. Yeah. But no one, and they're talented enough that this shouldn't happen. Like there is talent. There. Shuey's a star. Sam Mitchell's still a star. Prittis is sort of turning a B plus player now, but he doesn't quite have it anymore. Yeah. Kennedy's a star. Like they have stars all along the ground, and then you look at them and like. <laughs> 
is Dom Sheed that bad? No, he's not. He's not terrible. Like, is Marston that bad? No, he's a solid B-grade player. Where, where's the problem in their list? Could it possibly be... And I, it, I, I don't like it. I don't like this. But could it possibly be a thing that they're so well-drilled that you transport the way they're playing onto a different ground and they're just, like, that little bit off and they just don't know what to do when they're in that situation? But, like, Adelaide Oval's not... Which they win all the time. It's the hardest place to travel in my mind. Like, it's above Subiaco in my head. But they travel really well there, and it's not the same shape. They make no sense. West Coast just make no sense. I just don't understand them. I think it's like... Okay, no, maybe we're just moving it to... It's Melbourne. Like, <laughs> both grounds in Melbourne. Can it be the travel... Like, surely it's not quick enough uh, to Brisbane. Surely it's not the travel. You would hate to hear that excuse. They have, no, they have no issues going to Brisbane. Yeah, but that's because they're playing Brisbane. Yeah, but like... <laughs> Hey, they have no issues going to Sydney that's more than normal. Do they? I wouldn't know, actually. I haven't thought about it. I, and they're playing two really good teams if they go to Sydney. <laughs> they're actually damn good in Adelaide. Like, they win there all the time. They're five of six. <laughs> oh, I'd bloody hate to be a West Coast supporter. I mean, I'd still prefer it than Melbourne. But I'd bloody hate it. You've had a great <laughs> so the last few years if you're a West Coast supporter. Yeah, it wasn't a good one, though, because that was at the MCG. <laughs> yeah, that's but it was better than the other grand final, grand final you've lived through. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. That wasn't a great year. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm, I'm sure it's not great. I'm sure of it. No, they... But they've beaten two decent sides last <laughs> week. Like, uh, where do we... They were that bad against Melbourne. Like, I'm... we we played as badly as we did against North Melbourne. Probably even you worse. You played really well. And we won by, like, 40 points. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Joe Danaher so kicks four straight... But, <laughs> I <hate> footy. <laughs> did you see Matthew Lloyd's uh, 2008 round All-Australian team? It had Danaher, Merritt and Hurley in it for a team that is, like, not good. I, uh, Merritt is good. Merritt's good. Hurley yeah, and Danaher should be in No. Jack Rewalt should be in there ahead of Danaher. He's yeah. been excellent yeah, all year. Offers a lot more up the ground. And Danaher's pretty good up the ground. Rewalt's just a freak. He doesn't have Clayton Oliver in his team either. That's wrong. Clayton's been so good. He's second in the coaches' votes, I think. Yeah, he's nuts. Yeah. He's nearly as good a plot player as Kelly. And that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, ah. Oh. And he didn't have Robbie Tarrant. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, oh, you're so easy, Scott. Ah, <laughs> oh, footy sucks. It's, gonna, it's time. It's time. We're going to get the on. wall. We're gonna, no, we're going to move on to the game. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't even noticed, sorry, Scott. Uh, you can leave it off with what the score was. No, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Read it out. North defeated Melbourne by 14. Oh, what a game. Mate, we were really, really what bad. What a game. You weren't that bad. We were horrific. This is a defence mechanism. So no, we mate. That bad. We were we terrible. That bad. We were awful. You just weren't. Yeah, you Did said... you watch the third quarter? The third quarter was astonishing. You were made to look silly. No, mate. You know how terrible you were. <laughs> okay, look. You played well for half the game. Yeah, we played well for a quarter. We no, played one really quarter, inspired quarter, and then we were horrific. Was good. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. We were so sloppy. I made so many stupid mistakes. It was not good. Yeah, cause of our pressure, mate. Give us some credit, Scott. I know sixteen times in a row hurts. I know you've never won while I've known uh, you, but give us some credit. I'm not saying you didn't get. It wasn't a good win. But, like, we were, we were terrible. And oh, I'm not yeah. giving Ben Brown credit. Anyone can bloody kick goals against Oscar McDonald. We did. Yeah, he got good service today. Like, those kicks where we just put it up about two metres high in the air and drill it, and no one else can mark it but him. That's It's it, going to be hard to stop him. Yes, but those. it still would have been better if there was half a defender on him. <laughs> yeah. One thing that really helped Ben Brown is actually being able to outbody his defender. That's never happened in his career. <laughs> Yeah. He's never been able to do that. That's not his game. He's a lead-up forward, and he's a running and jumping kind of player. <laughs> he was stronger than Oscar McDonald. I mean, Oscar's young, but... Sam Frost is by so far our best defender at the moment, and that's wrong. Like, he's playing well, but Yuan Frost is like a, maybe a third-best defender who can sort of give oh, you no, a bit of run and occasionally just, float he's across. he's a second-tall, second-key defender. He's too dumb. No, but all your defenders are dumb, Scott. You're exactly, that's, that's what I'm saying. Our back line is horrific. Multiple so times. is our forward line now. Multiple times you'd get the ball sort of 
70 metres out and be like, it would be one of the McDonald's or Frost. I'd be like, oh, we're okay here. <laughs> they're, st- oh, they're just dumb. <laughs> McDonald's was pretty good. Oscar? Yeah. No, Tom. Tom. Yeah, it comes up to 20 disposals and I think, is that a good thing? <laughs> the more disposals, <laughs> the more claims. <laughs> Uh, his disposal wasn't too bad today. It wasn't great. I, I, I think we have to keep him back. For, even if he's not playing that well back, just for his leadership. I, like, I, it annoyed me that we started him forward. It never works when you back it up. It never works. No, he's not a, This is one of our pet hates. The swing man's we, just We started player. everything. We started, like, we started Bernie tagging again. We had Petrarca running in the middle. It was exactly the same as last week. It worked last week because it was a bit different. And like, I, I want to have Petrarca in the middle and I probably want to have Bernie in the middle. But... Tom McDonald starting forward. He's not a forward. It was not going to work. And then he ended up rucking by the end of the game. I don't know what they're doing. With I, why is it ruck, uh, Frost, the guy you put in the ruck? Because he's, be- Probably because they think he's playing better in defence than McDonald. Yeah, true. <laughs> Worrying signs for you. Like, you've got... You're almost West Coast 2005-2006 era in your build-up. Like, without Hogan in the side. Like, we're just all midfielders. Yeah, you don't have anything else. Yeah. How bad is Weir Oh, so bad. He's horrific. He like, could not be playing any worse than he's playing, and we have no one else to bring in. I was looking at him, and like a couple of weeks ago, we ragged on McCartan and said, I don't see it. Wiedemann was a number 10 overall pick, and he is so much worse. He's really bad. It's very upsetting. <laughs> <sighs> when Hogan comes back and Gorn comes back, why is he in the team out of Peterson? He's, he, I, I'll be furious if he is. Peterson is a far, far better footballer. And we've decided he's definitely a shit bloke. Oh, it no. must be. There is no other explanation. He was traded for why he doesn't North get picture because anyway. he was a bad bloke. Like that was just <laughs> unspoken truth. <laughs> it's weird that that happens in professional sport. But yeah, but like it says a lot. We didn't, he was a decent player, and we were like, yeah, Gisbert's will do. That's a that's a good, <laughs> that's a good enough compensation. Oh, that's something we've done to hurt North Melbourne <laughs> in the last ten years. <laughs> Given that's, you your that one, that's your one victory. Oh, what a game. How good was Mason Wood? Oh, he played pretty well. He's yeah. going to be a star. He played pretty well. He's going to be Brown, a star. kill us. Oh, that's upsetting. <laughs> no. But that wax lyrical on Mason Wood, because you like him and you rate him. Yeah. I don't like him. I hate okay, him. Sorry, you rate him. I rate him, yes. I very spitefully admitted that I rate him last year. He moves very well. He's got a great grab on him. He's basically got every attribute. The only thing, the only issue I have with him is... He's kind of a key forward, but he doesn't quite seem to have the body for a key he's forward. Not so could he get a little enough. bit lost in between? He, but his talent is intense. Like, yeah. really. Can you believe he was a pick 44 or something? Yeah. I'd when looking at his attributes, you're like... Yeah. Because he's an elite runner as well. Like, he's one of the best runners at the club. Yeah, that is surprising. Yeah. And he was he was 19 as well. So he was a drafted a year late. And yeah. he was... <laughs> you wouldn't be surprised if he came into it. Like, and he was like a pick five or something. You'd be like, yeah, yeah I can see why he was picked a pick five. Because he's a jet. He's so good. How good was Hannon, though? That was weird. He was our best player. Oh, he was the only player I was like really worried about and angry he, at. He, he's, he's got all year, he's kind of threatened to be a good mark, but he looks like he, he is, is, but then he just keeps fumbling. Bring, he, a couple like, of times in the last quarter, he did that where he'd get his hands to it and the ball would just come forward. Yeah. Like, he, most like guys, if they drop a mark, it goes through the hands. He was getting good, strong grabs on it, and he wasn't getting spoiled. He was just like throwing the ball to the ground. Yeah, afterwards. he's kind of got hard hands, but he kind yeah. he, he leaps at it like you think he's a good mark. But he, he to be fair, hard hands are better than soft hands in like for a for bringing the ball to ground in your forward line. I think hard hands are yeah. more dangerous. You can make that argument, yeah, because people, it going just through your hands so often leads to just the defender mopping up because they've been led to the ball. You've done all the work. And you haven't capitalised. Yeah. Whereas you've generally got people coming with you in front of you. Mm. And to be honest, that was when you looked most dangerous in the last quarter. When the ball was coming to ground in front and then you were getting a lot of players. We actually we actually ball. do have some pretty decent small forwards. I mean, Ken's not playing that well, but he's a dangerous player. Garland is a very good small forward. Yeah. You just don't have anyone bring the ball to ground no. in a helpful manner at the moment. It's been a painful, painful season. Uh, I'm happy with that. You, I can put you out of your misery now. Do you want to move on? Yes. <laughs> I do. How good's that tie going to look with Josh Kelly in it? 
You're not going to I really hope you don't get him. It'd be so funny if you didn't get him. <laughs> I think I, I, the pod would be over. It'd be, it'd be the highlight of my season, the day I open up the, the AFL app and it has Kelly Sign's new deal with GWS. In, ra- in round 19, we're playing you again, so don't, don't put that too far oh, We can't me. beat you. I might as well just give up for the rest of my life. It's just never going to happen. <laughs> It'll never happen. After that oh. bloody game last year where we lost by like two points and they had a shot with a second. three league. points. Whatever three it was. Points. And it wasn't a shot. It was after the siren. Yeah, it was the a ball. second after the siren, but... You would have thought one day eventually God would be like, you know, like, just just have this one. God is a wise man who smiles favourably on North Melbourne in these circumstances. Oh. <sighs> Games like that make me want to, like, really be devout again. I love North. I hate footy so much. Uh, anyway, let's get to Poochie's mailbag. It's back to normal business. Business, as usual, has resumed. No one sent us a question but Kurt, and I actually asked for them. I think he was feeling a bit guilty, the Pooch. He yeah. knew he said he was letting down his segment. And, like, to be honest... And we have a couple of great segments at the moment with Gold Jacket, Green Jacket. And the top five's actually been doing all it's, right. It's surprising For an well. incredibly uncreative segment, it's been good fun. So, Poochie's mailbag was dropping down to number three, and he's, he's trying well, to lift no, it. it was never going below <laughs> Gold Jacket, Green Jacket. That's, that's heresy stuff. It's, it's struggling this year. <laughs> segment. Footy's too good. <laughs> it's struggling for all the right reasons. But, yeah, no, I asked the questions. No one else sent them in. So, well done, listener. You've done well. I didn't put the yes on for on purpose again. Because clearly, Kurt's the only one that cares. Yep. All right. Let's, let's, let's ask some questions. Um, so, Poochie's a Richmond supporter. He's pretty miserable. And straight after the game, he asked me, who was the worst team in the league to support? Like, who makes you the most miserable? And he said, he defended Richmond as an option for that. Mate, it's not, there's not even a question. It says a lot about Richmond that they can't even win this. It's not Richmond. It's not Richmond. It's, it's not bloody. It's definitely Melbourne. At least they've played finals. Object at least they've had that excitement. I mean, I know they end up losing it and it's heartbreaking, but at least they were able to go to a game in September and get excited. I, I barely remember. Carlton is nearly as bad as Richmond to support, I think. I think that's pretty close. The, the difference... The difference between like six number one overall picks and they can't win a game. Yeah, there's a difference between the like being a it being a bad thing just because you're so bad and you're so like miserable mm. about it the whole time, and then having the team who gives you hope and then breaks your heart. Like the argument is that it's, that's our, Richmond's argument. It's the, but Melbourne are even doing that now. <laughs> we look quite good under Dean Bailey for a year or two, and then all of a sudden we win two games. <laughs> we sack him, even though we nearly make it finals. You did, that year. you did lose by 180 points. Yeah, I still wouldn't have sacked him. <laughs> No, it's definitely worse for a Melbourne supporter. And, like, today just sums up. Like, that's the most predictable performance from the days. Like, Gary Lyon's going to have a feeling. Oh, he's going to love it. I do want to say, honourable mention, Brisbane Lions. Right now. At least they've won three No, no so that, that's what rules them out. But right now... They've been bad for a long time. They've been bad for a long time, and there is no hope it's, for them going there's forward. There's no hope for a while, yeah. Like, where no one wants to stay there, which is weird, because they've got nice weather. <laughs> I hate the cold. I'd absolutely play for Brisbane if I was yeah, in the There is some weird going on, isn't there? They all bloody hate it. Like, it can't be that bad. I know 4X gold is piss, but surely. That's the reason. Surely. That's the reason. <laughs> uh, Everyone wants VB. Uh, VB's worse than 4X gold. Shut up. I How dare VB. you? VB should never be drunk on Australia Day, it's that bad. I hate you so much today. Like, you've just broken my heart in so many ways. <laughs> Uh, next up, we've got <laughs> what can West Coast do to fix their travel woes? First class tickets all the way. I don't bloody know. Like yeah. maybe they should just try to do something really wacky once. Like I don't like stop off somewhere and like I don't know. Like just do something really different. Just to try <laughs> take to a six day bunch bus trip all around the southern part. So, sometimes people do the thing where they like they'll go up to like Torquay for a week for a few days during mm. the week or something just to break things up and make it different. I don't know. Maybe they need to do fly something. Fly down like Monday. That. Yeah, fly down earlier and then just like maybe give them a day off just to mm. hang around Melbourne or I don't know. Just maybe just one way. Just do something really weird and see what happens. How many? Like they can't have that many games left in Melbourne. No, they played true, four actually. already. Is that the... Two at Eddie and they, two at the G. Have they lost them all? No, they beat North. But yeah, like, they, like, that game was closer than it seemed as well because they didn't miss at all. Like They were just yeah. on that day. And that's not the game you want to win either. It's just, it's, I don't, it's just too obvious a thing now that, that that's a problem. Like you, you have to do something 
out of the It's water. to the point that even if it's not a problem with, like, real causes, you have to try and do something with it because it's having such an effect. People are judging your team on that, and it's creeping into... It would creep into the psyche of the team. Like, teams say oh, that... Teams say that they don't listen to the media, but that's a load of bullshit. They, they, they may not go out of their way to listen to the media, but you can't avoid it. Mm. I, I don't know. There's, tactically, can you think of anything? Because that was what the actual question was. I just didn't write it down. <laughs> tactically? Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Do you have anything? No, because they're so well coached. Their tactics seem so good. Like, every single game in Subiaco. There's no problem. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Yeah, back I think it has to be a mental thing, I think. Is there a team you tip against West Coast? I don't know. That didn't sound right. Uh, would what, you tip against Perth? West Coast against any team in Perth? I'd probably tip him to beat Adelaide or GWS there. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That should be <laughs> translatable. This probably means I'll make top four. Like, I'll get enough wins doing that. Especially because nobody can win more than three games in a row. <laughs> Nobody can put games together. Adelaide, who looked like the best team of all time for six weeks, then got flogged two weeks in a row by two pretty middling teams. There were just no great teams. That's all it comes down to. Oh, this is ridiculous. Um, next up, what is Josh Shackey worth is part of the first part of the question. It, it looks like he's leaving. This is always an interesting thing with, with these Draft. Like, how much do you take into account the fact that they were so high draft? Pick? Boyd, they gave Griffin and pick six, four. That's a lot. <laughs> That's so much. And they'll make the argument that they want a flag, and he was a major reason for it. So, like, it was worth it, but. No, it wasn't. No, <laughs> that's a terrible that's, trade. It's not a good trade. Um, and I Griffin, thought, has, so I Griffin guess, hasn't even been good, which makes it even incre- more incredible that it's yeah. not a good trade. It um. No, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> what is Josh Shackey worth? I, from what I've seen, not a lot. No, he's not. He's not a very good. Football he doesn't player. seem like he's going to be big enough either. And he, he was supposed to bring really good hands and good kicking for goal to the table. That was what he, he kicked the most ever in um, the TSC Cup or something as a junior. He was supposed to just be prolific. It just doesn't seem to. Be I, 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 I've seen no indication that it's. I look at Hipwood, who everyone seems to froth, and to be honest, I, I don't see it to the point everyone else seems to. He has, but he has really good moments. And yeah, he has really good attributes, but he's seemed consistent. But he absolutely, he makes Shaky look terrible. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, Hipwood is on the list of ugliest AFL footballers, by the way. <laughs> Probably. I, I, I just. That's an aside because that will be what we're going to do. <laughs> um, things were like, yeah, with Shaq and these sort of players, I feel it's like a supporter thing. A lot of the time there'll be like a draft pick and you'll give away a lot. And then you'll be like, hey, but have a look. He was a high draft pick. Maybe he is good. And then most of the time he's not. No. Jimmy Tumpus. <laughs> the point out they would have been like, gee, he was a pick four. Maybe he'll be a star. But he was every bit as crap there as he was at Melbourne. Yeah, where'd you get pick 35 back? That was a steal. Yeah, something like that. It's, um, <laughs> uh, you've, got, you've got to look more at how they've been. Yeah, on, a, on an AFL list. Why did you take Tumpers at four? Oh, mate, he looks so good. I don't even like have any regrets about that. He looks so good. In I watched him play a few under 18s games and thought he was just incredible. Like he would, he, he was playing in the back half and would just control everything. Like he was one of those half backs who was just on top of it. And I thought like I was so happy when we got in. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so he's definitely going to get a first rounder because two years ago it was a number two pick. It, no one. I'd be. I wouldn't be confident giving. I wouldn't be happy giving. If Melbourne gave that up, I probably wouldn't be happy about it. No. Hey, I've seen no indication that he's a good football. Would you give a pick ten up around there? Pick ten? Yeah. Probably not. No. Exactly. I paid. I paid give... like fifteen. Would be like the most I'd give probably. And yet he's going to get a lot more than that. The, the suggestion we got from Pucci was that Carlton's first and second round pick. Like that's, there's a possibility they'll do it. They, they, that's what it's going to take to get him out. Otherwise, like Brisbane aren't just going to roll over because they can't. They can't roll over. Because they, they've lost so many players. Yeah, it's weird. The the second point I want to bring up is, what do you think, should uh, contracts be longer for draftees? Two years just is not enough for them to be able to demand to leave. 
That, yeah, there's a balance really there. Like, me. if you make it, like, five years or something, it's, like, it is a bit of a shit thing for someone. Like, they'll go to a club they might not want to and have to travel interstate and be, like, you are stuck there for five years no matter what. I think it should be four years. Well, to be honest... Four years is a long time. Get over it. You're playing AFL football, you're getting paid really well, and you know there's a chance to do it. If you don't want to move interstate, don't nominate for the draft. It's not... I suppose. I mean, player welfare is just, like, so on everyone's lips at the moment. To be honest, player welfare is... Pulling, it's the um, it's the dog leading the owner. That's there is a saying there, and I'm not <laughs> but uh, it's not the primary concern. The the people that govern the game should be the clubs. The players have way too much power. Players should not have the right to veto a single trade. That is ridiculous. You're a bit of a detail. Oh, absolutely. But, like, whether you like it or not, that is the way the game's going. I know, and they should. So be... that, that there's no way that and... that's going to change the contract length. Yeah, that, that'll change. There's, there's too much um, push for it not to. The it's, players will bloody hate it. No, they won't because it's more security and you can sell it as that. It's it's unconscionable what how Brisbane are just losing draft pick after draft pick. It's yeah, it not a great it example. Bastardizes the competition. It's not it's not in the spirit of the game for someone to demand to leave. Dude, like Scully, if he had been on a four year contract. You might have been able to keep him. Yeah. I think about how good that player is. And you lost him for really, really bullshit reasons. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> it, well, the it's, fact it's not our fault. It's terrible. <laughs> it just should not be the rule that you get two years for every single draft pick. It should be four for a first round, three for a second, and then two for everybody else. It's just the way it should work. Yeah, I, I, I don't know my Flexibility to, if they're done, get yeah. rid of them. Because... Clubs don't want to have kids on their list for four years if they're no good. But it still gives you security around keeping your best players. And to be honest, I think it should be... The AFL likes to copy uh, other leagues. What they should copy is restricted free agency that if you match, you have to stay no matter what. You don't get to match and then be forced to trade out. You should yeah, have to no, suck one, it no up. one bloody matches anyway. Because once a player decides he wants to leave, you, you're not. It's, it's, you the don't want to force them. Carlton to showed it can be done. Gibbs yeah, demanded Gibbs a trade. Gibbs is still played all right. Like it hasn't been like a, he hasn't tried now. No, it's a certain point. The AFL needs to go to the player and say, "Toughen up, suck it up. It's not a bad lifestyle playing AFL football. You have more holidays than everybody else. Get over yourselves. Stop being prima donnas." <laughs> I'm more passionate about this than I thought I was going to be. <laughs> you're you're big dictator. Bring back Demetrio. He'd, he'd be more hardline. I like Demetrio. I've decided I prefer Demetrio over Gil. I, I prefer Gil's the way Gil talks. And a lot at the moment. But yeah. Yeah. I thought like, Demetrio did quite a good job. The next really question don't. is, what do we think of the wildcard round fixture idea that's been suggested? This <laughs> is why I dislike Gil. That is a stupid idea. No, but no, you can't pin that on Gil. He he pushed the seventeen five model so hard. Mm. Like he he was he was desperate for that. That's what he wanted, and like people haven't accepted it. So now he's just trying to offer up another solution. But, but that's what's not the a solution. Problem? It doesn't fix it. There anything. is no problem. We just had the greatest final series of all time last year, where a team won the flag from seven. But there no, but there no, there is a problem. The problem is the the fixturing problem. The problem that the fixture is unfair. That the, because they routine to play each that's other not once. That and hard. this doesn't you solve do, that. You set a rotation. <laughs> you just have it. You play five teams twice, and that rotates according to just a wheel. It's random. If you get good teams one year, it sucks. Do the seventeen five. I'm telling you, the that law is the of averages will dictate. That eventually it'll even out. But people still get pissed off within Who that cares? season that it's unfair. They can't actually say that it's an unfair system. I don't can. think the fixturing's good at the moment. I no, don't. it's awful. Why on earth does North have a significantly higher fixture than Richmond? Yeah, I know. What What is the rationale that says we yeah, deserve there's a pro- something there, no, there, but that's what I'm saying. There needs to be a solution. And I, I agree 100%, but I, I don't think it's a 17-5. I, I, I think that's the best solution there is. That solves a lot of issues. It solves it just, tanking, it solves no, it the fixture though. issues. Well, it, it's pretty... If you're 7th and you have... 7th ab- last, sorry. And you have absolutely no hope of... You know you're not as good a side as uh, the teams that are going to make finals in that group. Why don't you just tank so you can get into the top uh, pick playoff? Because that's what it's been said. It's been said the bottom 6 will play and the 
team that comes top there gets the number one pick. Yeah, but then but Why, that's got the last six rounds of the season will be exciting, even for the crap team. Yeah, so it just moves the goalposts. It doesn't make it better. It does make it better. I, I just disagree, and I. So what's your solution? Just have it as a fixed rotation. Up. Yes. Nah, there has to be a better solution than that. I think. I don't think there is. Realistically, it should be a 17 round season. Yeah, but that's there was, never going fair. to happen. If, if it was fair. Yeah. And you just rotate home. No, I, I honestly think it's the only real solution is the 17-5. The wildcard round fixes nothing. That doesn't solve fixturing issues. That doesn't solve tanking issues. It this? just adds a little bit of excitement at the end. It makes no sense. Did you hear the suggestion that um, they'd have it with the 17-5 fixture and the team that made the top of the um, bottom six bracket would get to play in the wildcard for one of them? No, that is an that. unbelievably stupid oh, no, idea. No, it's, it's, it might get a bit too complex, but absolutely. Anyway, let's move on to everybody's actual favourite segment. It's top five. Top five this, is going well this week. This is by far the most complimentary thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, it's going all right. Yeah, well I like already. the fact we brought in the gags. It's been it's been important. <laughs> uh, we're doing worst commentators. It's a fairly controversial something which everyone has an opinion on. Yeah. <laughs> We, we, but to be honest, we were struggling. We hadn't thought of anything. We are like, oh, I hate commentators. Let's talk about them. Yeah. So, take us away. Who is your number five? I'm starting with, well, I don't think many people would have thought of him. But Sandy Roberts is really, really shit. He just completely fumbles over everything he says. He looks like, he sounds like he's lost, doesn't know what he's trying to say. The thing is, he'd become, he'd stopped commentating. So, he dropped out of everyone's consciousness. So, I think that's why he is what you're saying. And he's, yeah, he's only on He's just three. irrelevant. He does, like, Saturday afternoon games occasionally. He, like, there's a lot of commentators who are bad in the sense that they, like, overhype things or they don't understand what they're talking about. He's the only one who, like, just fumbles over his words mm. and just gets, like, lost with what he's saying. Can't really speak. He's pretty bad. All right, I'm going to argue that there's someone else that's like that, but we, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, we'll get there. there. Okay. Uh, I've got an honourable mention. Uh, Dermot Brody. He's an honourable mention. No, he, I reckon Dermot's all right. He, this is... I agree with you to a certain point on your opinion of this. He is he's intelligent when it comes to football comments. He's, he's just very a dick and he sounds yeah, like a I know. dick. What he says is and excellent, but the way he says and it makes sense. He's not yeah. talking about Hawthorne, he's so bloody condescending and it gives me the shit. He is. I hate he, the guy. <laughs> he's like, not a good boy. He's intelligent and so that's why he's just an honorable mention. And he takes like he takes 60 seconds to say a one Yes, he does. Thing. He does. So he does annoy me and but that's why he's just an honorable mention. Uh, fifth, I've got BT. And it's very low, and I know you're going to... Wow! I yeah. think fifth? Yeah. There's like, not four worse conversations than that. Well, that's there's fun. four that I hate more. And to be yeah. honest, this is partially just a vendetta. Because BT doesn't like North, and this is what my perspective is. It's who dislikes North so much, and who's incompetent as well. <sighs> BT doesn't like North, but he is, like, charmingly incompetent <laughs> in my mind. He's he, funny. I, he adds something to the footy season. Like I, I get a lot of. Laughs, if I don't care about the game, I can listen to BT. If I have any, if I have even yeah. one iota of care about what the result is, I have to mute him. Yeah, when I like, if I go in somewhere on Monday morning and I'm talking footy, a lot of the time a discussion will be, "Did you hear what BT said? What a fucking idiot!" <laughs> and we all have a good chuckle about it. Yeah, so he, he adds something to the season. He's water cooler. Yeah, but he's just so bad. He is so bad. But <laughs> I think there so are bad. I think there are plenty worse than him. All right, I'm going for I'm going Nathan Brown as a special comments man. Ooh, mate, that, that didn't even cross my mind. Mate, I like it. He, he, sucks. he offers no analysis at all, and then he just does just makes stupidly ambitious comments. I remember when when Richmond did their run when they won eleven in a row yeah. and they snuck into the finals. He comes out in the Sunday Footy Show. And he's like, I think they'll win the premiership. <laughs> just to be no. fair, if Bulldogs had done that. My number four would have said the same thing. Luke Darcy. He's a shithead. I hate Luke Darcy. He's a bad person. You've always hated Luke Darcy. I like Darcy. No, he I sucks. Like he says nothing but pro-Bulldogs things. He always seems to commentate Bulldogs games. He adds nothing to the table. He's not interesting. He's just a shithead. I reckon he's quite a good guy I, and he has a bit of charisma. He's definitely really not do. a good guy. I, he's he's he comes across a as a good guy, guy in there. I, you need to listen to some hot breakfast, mate. No. He's quite I good on it. I like him. I refuse. He is just a terrible human being. He is the Bernie Vince of commentators. <sighs> Sean Higgins of commentators. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number three is, yeah, this kind of comes out of his playing days as well as a bit of a personal thing, Chris Judd. 
Like, I hated the guy, and as a commentator, it annoys me, because he's trying I, so hard to get around the band. I, I haven't listened to him, so I'm pleading the fifth on this. He, he tries, because he's on Triple M now, so he's trying to get in, like, the banter and stuff. It's so But he sucks. He has no banter at all. <laughs> Which is hilarious, because when he was on Footy Classified, he's the most boring human being I've ever heard He never speak. offered an opinion on it. Like, they, they meant to, in Footy Classified, you meant to make, like, these big bowl calls and people rip into you. He just sat back and were like... Oh, yeah, they're, they're okay. Yeah, it was weird. He was a normal human being, but he was so boring. The thing which annoys me about him is he's got this, like, Judd hysteria. So, like, whenever he says anything, there'll be, they'll be, like, an article post being like, Chris Judd says Carlton are okay. Like, as if it's, like, big news. He's got, he's just, got a um, he's got a ridiculous authority. Yeah. Like, he doesn't he, deserve yeah, the authority. He doesn't deserve it at all. He, yeah. he's, I, everyone, for some reason, paints him as intelligent, but... Intelligent and a good bloke, which I don't see. No. He, he did some high He did some dog things on the field. He's yeah. definitely not a good bloke. He's and he's an overrated player as well. <laughs> uh, I've got Dwayne Russell at three. Yeah, okay. My, I hate Dwayne Russell. My he, thing with Dwayne... He's incompetent. He doesn't know what he's doing. And he doesn't try and be funny. That's crazy stuff! Is that's all he says. I hate him. He sucks. No, he I, gets every single player's name wrong. I think, in my opinion, I don't think he's far off being very good. I think the way his voice sounds, and a lot of the time in the way he'll call something, it'll be quite good. But the thing, the thing which kills but me the words is he just tries mouth. to hype everything and just says ridiculous, like, over-the-top comments about, That's like, fair. this is a classic game. But, like, if he was toned that down, I think he'd be quite good. He's got a good voice for it. He does have a good voice for it, which makes it infuriating that the words <laughs> that come out of his mouth are stupid. No, I gave him a chop out. Just because he, he has a good voice. No, <laughs> he's just stupid. And that sucks. I... Yep. Alright, my I'm gone BT number two. So we've already rattled on. Yeah. He's so bad. <laughs> he's funny though. He's 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 um <laughs> He's funny bad. He's in, the so, he's in the so bad it's good category. Like, that's yeah. where he fits. I, I can I get that argument, yeah. <laughs> uh I've gone Basil Zemplis at number two. You've gone I see, Basil like he's not good, but he doesn't really bother me. He, I hate him. Yeah, he's both uh, him and Hamish don't really. I think I'm a lot more passionate about this than you are, yeah. <laughs> judging from this segment. But he can't. He doesn't know any player's name if they don't play for Fremantle at West Coast. Not one. There is a basic really? requirement <laughs> that you know who the players are. He doesn't. He's got a big old nose as well. Yeah, it's Bill Laurie esque. <laughs> Not quite that bad. That's why I put the esque on the end. Not Scott, learn about language mitigators. Uh, but no, he sucks. He's just terrible. And he's infuriating. I'm fine with him commentating swimming because it's like eight names to know. There's <laughs> 36 on a football field, including you got to know who the injured people are. I don't think I've seen him commentate Melbourne enough for him to bother me. That's probably my thing. Yeah, because you're never on uh, primetime. Exactly. Anyway, no, that's true. <laughs> that's a fact. Uh, my number one know? is Cameron Lee. He is so, so bad. He is, he is a spectator. Like, he just... This is Cameron Lee just... Oh, how good is footy? I'm just loving this tonight, boys. They're just cracking in, and it's really intense, and I love footy. Back to you, boys. That's what he says. Or, he never analyses anything. Or, if Geelong keep tackling, they'll win this game. I don't think he's even gone that far. No, he has. I've Do you know he'll go, I like this game because there's tackling. <laughs> oh, he drives me nuts. <laughs> Uh, He's never said anything useful in a game for you. <laughs> he didn't even get a mention on mine. Yeah. This says a lot about how many bad commentators there are. <laughs> There's basically different. ten of them that we've been yeah. down. Uh, I've got Bruce. Uh, I, tell you, I like Bruce. Oh, He's exactly. iconic. He loves it. I find him fun. Uh, it's not delicious, Bruce. Stop, stop with your catchphrases. None of them are interesting. <laughs> I find it funny. No, he sucks. He's awful. He's so annoying. He's too old. Go retire. Nah, I, 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 I had Actually, my... I didn't say that. He's got cancer. <laughs> I just remembered. Yeah, Jesus. Um, I had my um, epiphany moment with him during the Olympics. During the Olympics, I'm like, it was a familiar voice. Again, I don't care about these guys commentating the Olympics. I know too much about football to put up with them. I know nothing about shot no, but... You can tell me anything you want about shot I'll believe it. But if you tell me something about football... I'm not saying he's your, smart. I'll call you out on your bullshit because I definitely know better than no, he's you. He's familiar and he gives me some nostalgia and I just... I like him. If I didn't think I knew more than all these commentators, I'd be fine. <laughs> you definitely I know more than they do. <laughs> I swear you to God, they know, know nothing about better. football. Alright, let's do our tips quickly. Oh yeah, I forgot to prepare this bit. Do you have the app open? <laughs> yeah, I can get open. Alright. <laughs> I'm running it this time. Geelong Port Adelaide at Skilled Stadium. On Thursday night. We've got a Thursday night game. 
Ooh. I like those games Geelong put out of there. Yep. Um, where? At Skill. I did not listen that's to That's a big game. game. At Skill. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really interesting uh, game. I'll go Geelong. I'm going to be dead. I'm going to go Port. Yeah. I, I think they're a better team, and I don't think Geelong will be able to play in the same way they did. Yeah. It's just at Skill. That's what. And yeah, two coming off the row in prime time at Skill. Yeah, well, they just opened the new stand. Yeah. So it's, a, it's about packing out the new stand to get, to get people around it. Well, they've got to get some value for money. Friday night, Sydney Hawthorne. Sydney. In Sydney. Yeah, Sydney will win that. By a lot. Yeah, probably by quite a lot. They're playing some good footy now. Uh, Western Bulldogs, St Kilda at Etihad Stadium. Western Bulldogs. Yeah, the Dogs will win. But not by much. They should. Think. They should. They be, need to win. It's I too think important it'll be within 20 points. I yeah. See, Kilda needs to bounce back. They should win. Melbourne Gold Coast over in uh, Alice Springs or Darwin or whatever it is. Oh, you're rooted then, aren't you? No, it's Richmond that can't win in the North. Yeah, no, 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 we, we can be okay. Though. Okay, so you. Yeah, I bloody hope. Also, <laughs> flat but are you favourites? Uh, we would be, so probably, <laughs> probably lost. <laughs> I'm, I I'm hope still we, I hope we're favourites. <laughs> uh, dream time of the G, Richmond Essendon. I'm going to go Richmond. Yeah, I'm going Richmond as well. Uh, Adelaide Fremantle at the Adelaide Oval. Adelaide. Adelaide, yep. This would be a good test to see if Rio are what we think they are, or if they're a bit better than it. They're one if of those teams who can if, be, they can hold in the game. If, if for they while. perform, it's like, huh, maybe you're for real. Best offense versus a strong defense. It'd be interesting. Uh, Collingwood, Brisbane at the G. Collingwood. Collingwood, yep. Brisbane are clearly the worst team in the league. I yeah, think we just have now. to say that. Yeah, they are now. They're, 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 real, games, they're a real stand. They're two games away from the next bit. Yeah. Uh, Carlton versus North Melbourne. Oh, we're going to win two in a row. Yeah, you should win. Unfortunately, you should Woo! win. Uh, West Coast GWS at Domain Stadium. Yeah, no, West Coast. That's, yeah, well, we said that before, didn't we? So we yeah. have to go with West Coast. I wish we'd had some forethought because we could have made that interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I'm going to... Yeah, good yeah. plan. Uh, good pod, Scott. Thanks for listening. Uh... Yeah, give us a like, give us a share, all that nonsense. Thanks.